There is nothing worse than untapped potential. If you know that you're made for more, this is the place. I know that every successful person I've ever met has one thing in common. They do not let themselves fall victim to their circumstances. They figure out a way to rise above it. So join me on this journey where I help you to be better, do better, and have better in life and in business. If you're feeling stuck and you're needing some practical tools, some hope to get you to that better life, this is definitely the place for you. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. I am your host, Lachelle Weemey, and you guys, we have a chance to talk to Victoria Eisenhower today. She is a self-love scientist, which is so fun. I have not ever introduced anybody with that term before, Victoria. It's so stinking fun. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? How do you show up in the world today? What are you? What literally lights you up? <laughs> Thank you, Lachelle. I'm, I'm so excited to be here. Um... So self-love scientist, yeah, I I would say the way I show up is like this, like very airy, like bright, um, I think what comes to mind a lot is like just, oh my goodness, <laughs> I'm thinking of all the things my girlfriends have told me. <laughs> It's we'll like share them. Yeah, we'd love to yeah, hear. It's like this light of um it's like this bright light of joy. Yeah. Um I would say I'm a I mean I am a, a private yoga instructor. Um I am a scientist. <laughs> I went to school for, you know, um I did biology and forensics. And um I am a wild child, like let's put our feet in the dirt and like let's go sunbathe and you know, coffee connoisseur. <laughs> I love that. I love that free spirit about you because I have a free spirit as well, but I'm also have a very scientific brain, you know, going to school for as long as I did for anesthesia and all the things that I've done. Like you have a brain like mine where it's like very scientific in one side. Right. But then this like, creative blowy person that, that allows yourself to show up in this bundle of joy. And I got to just ask you, have you always been that way or have different parts of your life kind of led to this evolution of who you are today? I would say the the second part, different parts have let, have gotten me here. There was a time I was more in my masculine energy with very, a lot of structure, a lot of discipline and just like what's coming up is like, there was no time for fun or it wasn't really permitted. Yeah. And that's like, boom. <laughs> all the things <laughs> have structure and have fun. Like life gets to be playful. <laughs> yes. And for those of you guys who have not, you know, been introduced to things like masculine, feminine energy, Victoria, do you feel comfortable kind of describing the difference between the two? Because I think it's a really cool concept that a lot of people aren't familiar with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, the masculine energy, we, so we have both. And this is for men and women. So we we get both. And that's this like beautiful, that's this beautiful hole that makes you you. The masculine is like this very loves structure, very like fiery. And let's get specifics in our goals, timelines. It's when you make your grocery list, it's when you have to like, you know, you're checking the box. Like, okay, I made this appointment. It's this like the never ending list. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is what gets you to work. This is how you remember things. Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of gives off like this, you know, protective safety mm-hmm. mechanism for us. And then the feminine energy yeah. is that soft, flowy. This is when you're sleeping. 
this is when you're doing something that makes you feel creative or maybe something that you love Mm -hmm. when you're eating and you're like, oh, this is really delicious. That moment of peace and bliss, the surrender is being in your feminine. And with that said, so you have like this structure and then you have this play. And then when we have them together, we have this like trust Mm -hmm. and that's, it's just, it's gorgeous when we confuse them all together. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, you brought this up and I wanted to just expand on this briefly because again, lots of people have never heard of this before, but when we consider both of the energies in a beautiful balance is really when the most successful people in the world show up because you have this creative part that is literally birthing ideas and birthing things and, and in a loving way, but then the masculine energy literally gets shit done, right? Like, like mm-hmm. they take the creative energy and, and it's that part of us that actually does the thing. It gets us into action. And so we can, you know, only be in action without the creative side. And you guys can see how that would be kind of a, you're a missing part, right? But if you were all play and all creativity, but you never actually executed any of the things that you did, that would be also a waste. And so when you can really do a great job of marrying those two, then beautiful, beautiful things are being able to be created and show up in our world. And so I love the fact that your life, Victoria, has led you to this place where not only you recognize both of those parts in you, both of those parts in your spirit, but you're actually able to harness them and utilize them into helping people in the world. And so tell me a little bit about, you know, who you help. How do you help people today? I work with um, with a lot of women who are facing a lot of burnout mm-hmm. and it's just like, I'm doing all the things and I still don't feel fulfilled. There's a, yes. there's something that's missing. And I get super passionate when I sit on coaching calls or when I'm teaching yoga. And I, my thing is to create this sacred space to invite you in and I think it has to do with a lot of just people feeling safe to express their vulnerability Yes, and feeling that it, it is safe for me to speak my truth. It is safe for me to be seen. And I enjoy helping my clients receive clarity on their own um, just by like asking a few good questions and, you know, listening. And I use, we use the clarity together and connect it back to it, it does come back home like coming back to yourself yes like my thing is like learn learn to thrive on romancing yourself <laughs> yes yes tell me a little bit more of what that means to you describe what that means on um, thriving on romancing yourself yeah yes <laughs> i get excited i love this okay um so really that actually came to me this year um, because for the longest time I was a, like in air quotes, like hopeless romantic. And I put a lot of pressure on people to provide that for me. And again, like years ago, I was really in my masculine energy and I just never granted that to myself. Mm-hmm. And, um, one day I, you know, took myself out to dinner Yeah, and I was like, this is really great. Like it was a vibe and I had like the greatest service and it, it really, I sat with that for a while, like sitting in that like beautiful energy. And I realized that we don't allow ourselves this. There's like this taboo around it. So I explored more on when we 
allow ourselves to do the things that, you know, it's almost like, uh, instead of waiting for, you know, the perfect, you know, the job or the perfect man, it's like, I, I started doing or stepping into this role of the woman I desire to be. And like, what does she look like? How does she feel? How does she dress? Yes. She show up in the room and I've integrated that in my own personal practices. And that is, that's so beautiful. And I think that, you know, one of the things that you said was when you were in burnout mode and think that's, you know, coming back to that masculine energy, that to-do list that never stops and it's go, 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 go. And if we don't take some time to add some of that playfulness in, some that, that romance into learning to love ourselves again, mm-hmm. learning to create that space for imperfection and authenticity and vulnerability allows for the two to be able to come together and to create something so beautiful. And I was really intrigued when you said that, because I think that so many of us really do. We depend on things outside of us to fulfill things. But once we can really truly understand how we can source that for ourselves, we actually get to serve in an even bigger, better way. Because rather than serving out of a need to be needed, right, we're actually serving out of an overflow or abundance of love that we already have coming from us. Don't you think? Yes, like 100%. (laughs) I have felt shifts in myself and around people around me because I kind of like flipped it on myself. I was like, when I access myself first, when I tap into my own, like, you know, divine energy, it just gets like everything is abundant. Like everything becomes that abundant flow. And I just, I feel more at home and more grounded versus like, it's like chasing that high. And I no longer need to chase that because I have myself. (laughs) Yeah, because you're already whole within you. And once you decide and, and really try to, to step into and living in that place, like we get to serve on a whole nother level. And one of the things that you mentioned was that you were like super burnt out. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about your journey that led you to this place, because I think all of us have this origin story, right? Where we felt (laughs) stuck at one point and then now we kind of crawled our way out of it and now we're like okay now I need to help other people so tell us a little bit about your journey actually I love telling this story <laughs> so I I grew up and you know I love wonderful parents I have a big family and I grew up with this idea that the way like this is how life gets this is how life is going to be I go to school I go to college I'm going to get a job, I'll get married and I'll work and have children and that'll that's it. Like that's this is the timeline that right. was to me. Yeah. And um so I did. I you know, to an extent. So I went to college, like I went to high school, I did really well and I went to college, I got my bachelor's. Um I got a job, I worked in um I worked for the government for a little bit. And I also, uh, let's see. Yeah. And I, I did, I was married. Um, I did have a house. So I'm checking all these boxes of, of these society norms of life. Right. This is to say like, that's what was, that's what I thought. And I got to a point while I was working in this, you know, very secure job, very good money. Um, but I started noticing small things along the way. Like there was always like something in the back of my mind, like, I don't, I don't like this. And 
I would watch the people that I was working with and what they were, you know, just the lifestyle they were leading. Mm -hmm. And I just, it didn't feel fulfilling. It was like there was a missing piece and I definitely did not belong. I felt very out of place. (laughs) And um, the work was, you know, the work was there and I was good at it. And it, it just still didn't, it just wasn't fulfilling. And I, I was not a fan of the way my health was. And I mean, like, um, like just a lot of, uh, drinking and that was like the norm to get by. And I just, I kept looking around me and I was like, there's gotta be something else. (laughs) Um, at that point, um, I did seek, I saw, I met up with a mentor who I'm very blessed to still be connected with today. I met her while I was traveling. This job of mine allowed me to travel. So that was really cool. And I remember one night, instead of going out with these group of people, I was like, no, I'm going to hang back and I'm going to do yoga. And I'm so glad I made that choice because when I met her, I felt like she could see right through me. Mm -hmm. And I ended up working with her for a couple of weeks. And she helped me literally just, I want to say, she helped me pull my horse blinders off and she helped me validate the way I was feeling. Mm. And I realized that I was completing the cycle and lifestyle according to someone else's terms. Right. And the lifestyle I wanted actually exists somewhere like on a, like a whole nother, like this is like super nerdy of me, but like quantum timeline, there's a timeline over yeah. here where yeah. it's literally the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I was, it, it took a lot of work, like, especially with boundaries, you know, and that's in relationships. Um, It was a deep dive into something way like very spiritual and beautiful. And then um, eventually as like, I I tell my clients, this was like the universe is always working for you in mysterious ways. And eventually throughout this process, I was let go from this job. I like, I remember being really upset because I was like, oh, I'm a failure. <laughs> and I reached out to my mentor and she was like, think about how, like, think about how you were feeling and everything that happened to you to this point. She's like, it's a blessing. Yeah. You never wanted this. And this is the universe's way of saying, you've got this whole, like, what do you want to do now? Yeah. And this was three years ago. And uh, this year I, I was def- I was divorced. So my, my ex and I, we realized that we were no longer in alignment with each other. Um, We were both growing into two different people. And that was really hard too. like that caused a lot of like, friction, because it was this picture looking like, it looks good. Like what went wrong? There's supposed to be something really wrong. And it took a lot of like, kind of breaking through that glass ceiling of like, I know it's, it's supposed to look like it's supposed to look like it. Right. And it surprised a lot of my family because again, this is that standard, like you're supposed to do all these things and now I'm pivoting, (laughs) pivoting around. So yeah, it's been a crazy journey, but I have to say, like, I love, I love the woman I was three years ago. I love her. And I love the woman I was six months ago. And I'm so proud of her for, you know, doing all the hard things. And I just, today is the best day ever. And I am so grateful to be here. 
that that is such a beautiful, beautiful story. And I just have to say that I noticed a shift in you when you talked about different parts of your life. And mm-hmm. at one point, right, and, and correct me if I'm wrong in any of this, but at one point you said, you know, I was working the job, I did the college, I got the job, I did the thing. And you you described some burnout, right? It's doing all the things that we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And then at some point you shifted and you could have felt like a failure. Like you could have felt like my job failed me or I failed my job or my husband and I like failed each other or we, you know, failed marriage or whatever, but you have actually led yourself back to who you are and who you were meant to be. And even though you were checking all the boxes in air quotes before you felt like you were out of alignment, but now that you are in to literally the the course that you were designed to be the person that you were supposed to be you are light you are free your your way that you carry yourself is completely just of joy and i think that it's just a reminder to all of us you guys to listen and watch if you haven't had a chance to go to youtube and watch this watch her body language watch just the way that she carries herself and the air and the the just joy that she exudes from herself Because this is what's possible if you learn to let go of what everyone else says that you're supposed to do and learn to trust yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Because don't you think it's just a journey back to ourselves and we can let society and all the programming tell us that we're failing, but really it's God guiding us back to where we're supposed to be. And I personally have, you know, can relate to a lot of that. Like I would literally pray for, for God to close doors and open doors. And then when he closed it, I'm like, but I didn't, I don't, uh, 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 I don't know if I want that closed. Right. And then after the fact, you're like, oh my gosh, that was the best thing ever. Because I think that we, we want to be comfortable and we want to do all the things that we're told to do that we're supposed to do. But really when we allow ourselves to come back to the place that we're supposed to be, that we were designed to be, that's when we feel most authentic and that's where we feel most in flow. Yes, 100%. And it kind of comes back to that energy again. We like to be, we like to be told what to do. And cause that gives us that safety, but we don't mm-hmm. allow ourselves that little bit of fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I know that you talked a little bit already about kind of how your journey had led you to this place, but I would love for you to give us any additional insight that you can, Victoria, either in how you were able to get yourself unstuck to the place that you are now, or even how you help your clients do that. We would love, love, love some practical tips and some solutions that we can start to think about, or even maybe even execute today after we listen to this. Yes. Um, I think, and I ask myself this almost, almost daily, when I, especially when you're faced with a, um, if you feel yourself like you're in conflict or something keeps coming up, ask yourself, what is the least thing you want to do right now? And maybe that looks like having the hard conversation with somebody, like developing that boundary Okay, it could also be, um, you know, if you want to, like for me, it was three years ago, it was saying, you know what? Yeah, I think I will get coaching because I know like people who are coaching, they're like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. And when you invest in yourself, yeah. when I say investing, I mean like, it's not just, it's not, it's not the money, it's the experience and the energy and yeah. everything that you could do for this 
this timeline that you are looking for, this desired right. lifestyle, when you invest in it and you go in 100%, like it's, it can be kind of scary at first Yeah, because your whole body is like, I'm not used to this. It's not safe. If the right people in your life, like you'll attract in, you'll find the person that you want to experience this with to be guided is 100% okay. That makes you brave. That makes you yeah. strong. And, um, I think another thing I would be, I don't know. I think those are my two biggest, like investing in myself in the first place was difficult. Cause I was yeah. like, I, never, I don't do stuff for me. I do stuff mm-hmm. for other people. Like yes. I was so pleasing, like, <laughs> yes. yes. And now um, with all the investments I've made in myself and then like launching my business. And then I started doing a lot more research into like the romance and like, now I like went from people pleasing, like instead of people pleasing, self-please yourself. And that could yeah. be going for a walk. It could be a spa day. It could be taking a few breaths. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just think that it's so powerful when we can open ourselves up to be in receiving of what is being sent to us, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that as women, I think a lot of times we struggle with receiving and your story about how you met that woman at the hotel or, or wherever you were on that trip, when you decided to stay back and do yoga, she was sent to you mm-hmm. specifically for you on this journey. And you allowed yourself to open up and receive the wisdom that she had and to receive her friendship and to receive the things that she was, you know, the love and the affection that she was able to give you as another human being on your journey. And I think that oftentimes, number one, we don't want to receive. We're too proud to receive. But number two is that we close our eyes, just like you said, the horse blinders, like we close our eyes to all of the solutions, all of the people, all of the things around us that can start to show us the way to the newer, better life. And I think that when we can open ourselves up to that, like the path just literally starts to form in front of us. Don't you think? Absolutely. Learning to lean in to like the Mm -hmm. voice, your intuition, the downloads, and then becoming like, just trusting the surrender. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this is perfect. Everything is perfect. Like, even if it feels kind of like really hard right now, Yeah. this is temporary and it's right on time. So you, like when you, you know, when I talk to you, when I look at you, it all just seems so natural, right? For real. Like you just seem like this is how you've been your whole life. And it's hard for me to even like comprehend this like sciencey, like book number kind of person, right? Like for real, just because of the way that you carry yourself. And so I'm going to guess that it was really, really hard for you to learn how to surrender. Yes, it was. It was very hard. And to trust your intuition because you were a very, like, I'm guessing a very analytical person. Am I right? Yep. I wanted to know the why. (laughs) Yes, everything. So how in the heck did you get from that way that you were literally, you know, your whole life to this place that you are now? Like, I would love for you to give us some insight into how we can tap into our intuition, how we're able to surrender more than most of us are comfortable with. It, it's, it's been a lesson. And even to this day, like I'm learning a lot still, like it's, it's never over. Um, But when I think about who uh, I was three years ago, who I was six months ago, um, you know, there, 
the way that this past version of myself held herself in a way, like three years ago, it was, well, give me, just give me the answer. Tell me what to do. Yeah. So, and it, that's that, um, that comes from a, like a perception of how we grow up in like this society of like, we're, you know, we go to school, we're told this is the way, this is the answer. This is the timeline. This is what you need to do. So I used that in, when I first received coaching, it was like, she would ask me, she literally asked me (laughs) and we joke about this to this day. She's like, what do you want? (laughs) I thought you were going to tell me that. Right, right. And I think it also comes from um, because at that at that point I wanted freedom, Mm -hmm. I wanted confidence, and you know that was something she had to like literally pry out because I, you know, I wasn't allowing myself that I didn't think I deserved it. Yeah, and that can be like that's some really hard like to sit with. You're like, oh wow, (laughs) oh my gosh, a hundred percent. I mean, that's one of the things that you guys, when you're listening to to Victoria's and her story, I want you guys to really, really, truly listen in to how important it is to invest in yourself and to allow yourself, even before you believe it, to allow yourself to be worthy enough to get the help or to take care of yourself or to invest in yourself. And, you know, people that have listened to my podcast for a while have possibly heard my story about how, you know, literally six years ago, like I was a completely different person, crazy, introverted, awkward, shy, um, never, ever like invested in myself, everything extra went to my family. And I kind of joke around that literally learning how to wash my face with good skincare was a life-changing experience for me because I never allowed myself worthy enough to spend the time or the money on taking the time to wash my face and to take the money and actually spend something on myself versus whatever shampoo just happened to fall on my face in the shower. And so it's so interesting how something so small, like learning how to wash my face with nice big girl stuff, literally changed things inside of me to say, okay, Lachelle, you didn't die because you invested some time in your and some energy and some money into yourself. And that allowed me to have the catalyst to start to invest in myself in other ways, invest in myself in healthy relationships, people that lifted me up, investing myself in personal development that allowed me to grow in areas that I never even knew possible. And now, because I chose to invest in myself with time and money and resources, not only am I able to serve the, in the little things that I always did, but now I can serve in the bigger things because I have more tools in my tool belt. I have more confidence in myself. I have more, um, you know, ability to be able to serve in bigger, bigger ways. And it all helped by investing in myself and allowing people to, to tell me what I need to hear. I literally had a coaching call with my coach yesterday and she challenged me to freaking own it, own it. Like, I had to push her or she had to push me. And I, I think about this, like she tells me like how much I should charge or what I should do. And I think, oh my gosh, I can't do that. And then I sat and thought about it. I'm like, if I'm paying you to tell me this and I'm not taking your advice, like how stupid is that? <laughs> right. And so it's just the little things that you start to recognize that when you invest in yourself and you are allowing other people to come in and help you, you can totally level up. And your ability to serve is like that much bigger. And, and it all just starts with that small little step of, of being worthy enough 
to get the coach or to get the mentor, to get the skincare or whatever it is, right? That's going to allow you to start to level up. And it's such an amazing experience. I I love the person I was, but like you said, I I don't want to go back to her. Like I'm, I'm, this is an evolution and it's so much fun to see how much further I can go and how much more of an impact I can make just because I'm taking these small steps, right? Yes, 100%. And I love that story about the face wash. It's literally <laughs> this when you start adding these small things, like these little ritual small things, because you're yes. like, my future self dresses, like, I'll never forget. I was like, yeah, my future self dresses boho. I'm wearing like puffer pants and a crop top right now. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's so true. And that's one of the things that I just love to teach and coach her on is like becoming, becoming her, becoming him, becoming the person that you want to be. And so I would literally say to myself, like, okay, what would a million dollar earner, you know, or a million dollar business owner do in this situation? How would they carry themselves? What would they wear? What would, what time would they get up? What would they do with their morning routine? How would they respond to this message? How would they create this message? You know, right to all of the things when you start to to think about who you could become, right? It starts to indicate to you the tiniest little decisions all day long that are consistent with that version of yourself. This is true. And it's also it's very scientific because your brain is starting to develop all of these, like you're integrating all these new things, these new behaviors. And yes. suddenly you're creating a whole nother, like you literally creating your new, a new reality. hundred percent. And I'm going to get nerdy because you and I have already like connected on like you know, <laughs> quantum physics and brain science. Like those are, those are my like big things and okay. connecting with my higher power. <laughs> like that's, those are the three things that just like let me on fire. But there are things called mirror neurons, you guys, that when we can visualize ourselves as this person that we want to become, we have these neurons in our, these brain cells in our brains called mirror neurons that literally take that and they take it as the reality as it is now. And so our brain literally starts to believe that that is actually something that's going on right now or is a memory versus imagination. And it's the coolest thing because when we start to step into that identity, our brain literally starts to look for evidence to match that construct that we have. It'll literally look for situations, solutions, people, relationships, small decisions that come in alignment with that reality. And so the more that you can repeat those types of things inside of your brain and allow your brain to form these new pathways and allow those mirror neurons to basically trick yourself into thinking that that's already in existence, you will literally step into that life like 100%. There's, there's science behind it that, that is so freaking powerful that we get to choose who we want to become. Like, how cool is that? I love it. It's my favorite. (laughs) So is there anything, Victoria, that we haven't had a chance to discuss that you were just dying to contribute to this conversation? Because I want to make sure that you've had a chance to to share all of the beautiful knowledge that you have with us. I think one of the, like in the very beginning, one of the hardest things for me was to stop saying yes to be validated by other people. Like that, that was the people pleasing part of me. I was like, why am I saying yes again? Who is this in service to? Yes. Like throw that out there for your audience. Just be like, think about, is this decision in alignment with what you want? Or is it like, who, who, who is this serving? And 
when you're doing something that you love, then obviously the answer will be a yes. If yeah. it's an absolute hell yes, like go for it. But yeah. if you feel like that sticky, stagnant, ugh, there might be something there. Oh my gosh. Like that's so true. And there's two things that I want to just expand upon in that like little tiny bit of um, beautiful wisdom that you gave us. The first one is literally touching into your, your, your intuition and asking yourself, am I making this decision and does it feel expansive or does it feel restrictive? Right. If it feels expansive, that's a sign that you're on the right path. If it feels restrictive, it's your body telling you this doesn't, this isn't right. Like think again, try again. I also always want to help people understand that whenever we make decisions, big or small, asking ourselves what motivates that decision, is it out of love or fear? Mm -hmm. So oftentimes as people pleasers, right, we make a decision out of fear, fear that we're not going to be accepted, fear that we're going to be rejected, fear that we're going to let somebody down, fear that we're not going to be liked. And therefore it's the fear that motivates our decision. But if we can go into a decision out of love, like I would love to do that. That would light me up. That makes me feel expansive sister, you do that like right now, today, as soon as you can. Right. But if you recognize like, you know what, I am making this decision out of fear that I'm going to be left out fear that I'm going to upset someone fear that, that blah, 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 name the thing you recognize that. And you tune into your intuition and think, Oh, that does feel really restrictive. Then that is a sign to you to, to reevaluate that. Because like Victoria said, if it's not a if it's not a yes, a hell yes, then it's a no. Because when you say yes to things that are not meant for you, you have to say no to things that are. And that feels icky itself. And so I wanted to just give you guys a permission to trust yourself, to trust your motivations, and to give yourself that permission to say no. And, you know, Victoria actually like already jumped ahead, which is what I love. So I always, always, always ask our audience or our, our guests, I'm sorry, to, to give our audience a question to ponder that's going to help them move forward. And you did such a beautiful job with that. So thank you for giving us that question to think about that's going to move us from where we are to where we want to be. You guys, I am so grateful that you tuned in to listen to Victoria and all of her wisdom. And I just want to thank you, Victoria, for showing up today and sharing your story, sharing your vulnerability, and just your beautiful spirit to give all of us hope that we can have the peace and the joy that you carry with you every single day. Now, if you guys have not already, make sure that you hit subscribe. Make sure that you leave a review. Let Victoria and I know what you got out of this conversation. It's so much fun. If you take a quick screenshot of our conversation and you share it in your stories and you tag us, I would love to shout you out on my stories as well. So make sure that you're doing that, telling people that you're listening and letting everybody know how amazing Victoria is. You're going to find all the ways to connect with her inside the show notes. And I hope that you guys all have the most amazing, joy-filled, spirit-led week yet. So I'll see y'all next week. And Victoria, thanks so much for showing up. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Untuck Podcast. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And don't forget to check out the show notes if you want to get into my private club, The Better Club, to be able to learn better ways to be better, do better, and have better. So until next time, keep showing up. Let's get unstuck together. Have a great day.